Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, Brian, welcome back to another episode of The Tactical Leader. Uh, today is just a solo cast with me talking about my takeaways from Ian Clifford and the conversation we had this past Monday. Uh, before we begin, I'll remind you that I have a great community, a good battle space community, as I'm calling it, being built over at BeATacticalLeader.com. If you're an entrepreneur, a business owner, or a high performer that is wanting to join a community of like-minded individuals, that is the spot for you to be. You can head over to beatacticalleader.com forward slash join, hop into the community, find out what's going on. There's several different training courses, different communities, group pieces attached to it. So by all means, head over there, find out how you can be a part of the battle space community and grow and scale moving into 2022. My conversation with Ian was a really interesting one. He was definitely... Uh, a little bit different than the normal conversations we've had. Um, not only is he a publicly held organization with Fuel Positive, but also it's very heavy on the sustainable resources, the sustainability attached to different aspects of energy, energy efficiency, things that I honestly just straight up truly don't understand. And that's what I was really fascinated about in the conversation with him was that it was a bunch of stuff that I really, truly had no clue about. Um, and it, I thought it was kind of interesting to get that conversation rolling where I could learn more about what he's doing in the green ammonia space. And then the overall, they're looking at uh, hydrogen economy to really replace different aspects and get carbon free, uh, requiring up to like 30% less energy than conventional ammonia uh, with no carbon emissions, which... A lot of this I was super, super fascinated by. I mean, it's a lot of sciencey stuff and smart people stuff. And uh, I definitely am not in that realm by any means in the energy realm. But uh, obviously, it's something that's really popular in society right now. And a lot of what's being focused on with electric cars. And that's actually where he started was with a um, non-fuel driven vehicle. But a lot of it where he noticed is that hydrogen is it roughly like uh, 95% of hydrogen is produced by fossil fuels in an emission intensive process. So like a lot of that we're talking about is focused on cleaning up our environment and really cleaning up different aspects of being carbon free. So over, overall, like the big takeaway for me with that is not necessarily the um, ammonia side, the carbon side, the hydrogen economy side, um, really focusing on the mission purpose driven values that he has with fuel positive. And I mean, it's a patent pending modular and scalable carbon free production system um, that he's able to really produce different aspects of things and create a different environment around stuff. And what I, what I love about it is not necessarily that it's a great organization. I mean, he's really great about how he's building the team. He's raised $60 million. It's publicly traded. I mean, they're, uh, overall, it's a, just a large organization. But what I love about it is it's a purpose-driven organization. And 
that's something that years ago when I first started my security firm, I never really put thought into because the mission behind the security firm was really focusing on those that helping those that couldn't help themselves. And that really leaned into the security realm of providing uh, physical and psychological safety and security, not only for homeowners, which is where we started, but moving into more of the corporate environments and moving more into the architectural design space, where we focused more and more on just creating environments that uh, led to performance. And uh, then out of that came um, Surviving to Thriving, the nonprofit that we have, where we focus on um, women's self-defense in the domestic violence realm of teaching proactive measures uh, for women to defend themselves. Originally, that in and of itself was just going to be a service offering. It was going to be a training curriculum under the security firm where I didn't ever intend to open more than the security firm. It was just going to be, you know, you could hire us to come teach this program for you, or it would be, you know, a legion aspect for the security firm as I was doing more and more training courses. So I never meant to create a business around it. And then I went to a conference that I actually just went to that same conference um, a couple of weeks ago in Las Vegas. And that conference is all about making your money matter with what you're doing. And, and it's not about being a nonprofit where the initial push isn't about, all right, go create a 501c3. It's more about you have a for-profit company. What are you doing with those profits? How are you sustaining different things? Which is how the security firm um, really utilizes profits attached to supporting those programs with our nonprofit. So use, looking at how all six of my businesses now focus, it's all about supporting that nonprofit, getting the message out, getting the word out about proactive domestic violence awareness and women's self-defense and trying to get those educational pieces out there. Um, that's where the purpose is driven. And then as we did that, as we built that out, more and more people started aligning with this about that mission driven aspect. What are we, because we were doing something, not just making money because we were doing something with that money, it really highlighted the value of what we were trying to bring into the world. So a big piece of that, um, started driving it. I mean, it's just good PR, right? It's good PR is good uh, cause marketing aspects of things and allowed us to really show that it was more about actually helping people than it was about trying to make a buck, you know, and that's something that Ian is doing with fuel positive is really, highlighted different processes where he's, you know, invested a ton of money and he's created a, and patented different things to not just talk about it, right? He's actually implementing different aspects that are going to allow our society to come become cleaner and allow us to really become less dependent upon fossil fuels that are creating those pollutions and those pollutants in the, in the world and really make a pretty big shift. And he, he is going on this PR campaign to talk about this, which is where podcasting is coming in and really get his message out there. And it sounds like 2022 is going to be a massive, um, a massive paradigm shift for him, where it's going to be really just everything's coming to fruition. So looking at fuel positive, 
it seems like it's really on the up and up. I even mentioned it since it's publicly traded. You can go buy shares of the company on its way up. And um, it's something that I'd encourage the audience to at least look into because it's something, like I said, we haven't talked about that much. And um, a big aspect of what we're going to be talking about on Tactical Friday, I'm going to pick his brain about how the individual, not only business owner, but the individual, the you, the person listening can take small steps that move the needle to having a better economy around being mindful and aware of how there are pollutants. So I'm really going to pick his brain on that of how we can actually make an impact and make an influence just with small things that we can do every day. So I'm really looking forward to the tactical Friday piece to kind of delve into that aspect of things. But um, overall, this is, it was just a fun conversation to hear how a purpose driven purpose and mission built organization is really making an impact in the world. So if you didn't catch Monday's episode with Ian, definitely go back, check that out. And then put some thought into, you know, how are you making your money matter? What are you doing within your organization to drive impact? What are you doing to drive your legacy forward? And what is that going to be? What are you doing to show that you care about more than just making a buck? Because I think that really shifts quite a bit of things for different organizations. So give that some thought, chew on it. I'd love for you to reach out again on our, in our battle space on beatasticalleader.com. You know, there's a, a big discussion piece that I'm trying to drive and build and grow. And I'd love to hear your feedback. So go over there, register, be part of the community and let me know how you're making your money matter. I think it's a really fascinating aspect. And until then, and until Friday, y'all have a great week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does five to $10 million a year in revenue and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com.